bet sports, it's your favorite show. Dudes who bet sports, where degenerates go. Dudes who bet sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. If you do not agree with this, you're cursed. All right, here we go. We're back, dudes who bet sports. What's up, Papa Dude? It's another Monday, and we got two color or two NFL games today. That's right. We got to get right on them because one of them starts in about 10 minutes, I think. I thought I was on the wrong show there for a minute. <laughs> I know. I changed up the opening a little bit, a little yeah. music, and uh, and we got going there. So I yeah, like, okay. like the song. I do. I, I never heard it before, but I thought it was pretty good. All right. I wish. I hope Dennis was here. He would know what that song is. Okay. Um, so I told Magic, upload that. I'm going to use it. Little little thing to kick off the show every week with. Going to do that and then get in to the intro. So you'll be hearing it. If you miss it this week, um, yeah, you'll be, you'll be hearing it. All right. Big show. Monday Night Football. We've got two games. Let's kick right off before we kind of recap what happened. Let's go Titans-Bills coming up, like you said, uh, about 10 minutes from now. They're going to kick off there in Buffalo. The Bills are a 10-point favorite after that big win in week one. Will they back it up in week two and take uh, care of the Titans? What do you think? Well, I'm I'm a, I'm a Titans fan as far as the way they play. I, I think they're very well coached. I think that's a lot of points against a Tennessee team with their backs up against the wall. I would be inclined – to go with the Titans, I don't think they're going to win. I think Buffalo wins, but I kind of think Tennessee is going to keep it uh, close. The key will be, can they run the ball? If they can, they can run some clock and maybe frustrate Buffalo a little bit. Like I say, Tennessee's got their backs against the wall. I don't think they're going to win. Uh, Tens a lot to cover against a pretty good team that's going to be playing on fire. Yep, I, I think 10 is a, is a lot to cover, a team that has been told how great they are versus a team that has been told how bad they are. Um, I'm going to take Tennessee plus the 10. I yeah. don't think they'll win the game. I'm taking them with the points. It kind of feels like that kind of game. It kind of feels like a week where it's like, yeah, it kind of seems like a trap. I think Buffalo's going to cover that. I'll take the Titans. I think they're going to play well tonight. I'm with you. I think they'll be able to run it, and I think they'll be able to keep it out of his hands a little bit, him being Josh Allen. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna go with the Titans here plus the 10. And uh, see what happens. By the way, here's how you can tell they're excited in Buffalo. Cheapest ticket tonight, $270 to this game, man. They're wow. The Buffalo. That's I know. That's, that's, crazy. A, that's a lot of money for a ticket in Buffalo. That's a lot yeah. of money for a ticket anywhere. It, wow. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. Well, I do like them a lot. I do. I thought they looked fabulous uh, last uh, Thursday against uh, what seems like ancient history against the Rams, and uh, I like them. I, I am a big Josh Allen fan. I just like Tennessee, too. I like the way they play, and I think Rabel is a great coach. I think they'll play their socks off tonight. Kevin B says maybe a low-scoring game, kind of windy. No Davis. Titans move slow, and Bills D is strong. Yeah, it is. It's pretty darn strong. Um, Dennis says he thinks Bills minus three in the first quarter. Dennis uh, always chiming in with a little quarter or half bets there. Jay said, good luck after these first two weeks. I'm going to start using my dartboard for picks. I told you uh, it was going to be the obvious was not going to happen last week, and that's that's kind of what happened. Well, Jason, that's what I do every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bingo <laughs> is what he compares the NFL to. All right, let's move on. Vikings and the Eagles. That's the 730 game, so – Coming up uh, in about an hour and a half uh, from now, 
Uh, Eagles are a three-point favorite. This is a good game. Vikings look good week one. Eagles look good week one. Uh, both teams that they beat came back to win. This yep. week it makes them look even better. Like I say, Eagles, the home advantage, gets the minus three. What do you think? Oh, boy. I uh, <laughs> This one I have gone back and forth, back and forth on. One minute I think the Vikings, the next minute the Eagles. Uh, staying away from it totally. I could see this one going either way. You know, the point spread's not going to help you too much. You know, you figure they might win. You know, they're probably going to win by three. If they do, I would be inclined to take the Vikings plus three. I think they're better. But I tell you, we better we better check out the Eagles on this one before we start analyzing them because I, they may be better than we think. I think this is a really, really sharp game. I think we got two great ones tonight, to be honest. I think they'll both be close. And for that reason, I'll take the points. I'll take the underdogs both times. I'll take the plus yep. three on the Eagles. Uh, we know Russ, a big Eagles fan. He's ready for this. Or, excuse me, big, uh, plus three on the Vikings. And Russ is a big Vikings fan. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I like I like the underdogs here. I like the Vikings plus the three. Uh, yeah, we're gonna find line for Pedlo. Do what? Vikings money. We're going to find out about one of these teams tonight. Or it may be a nip and tuck game, and we like both of them whenever this is over. Uh, Kevin B likes Jalen Hurts over four, four. Uh, nine and a half rush attempts. That's an excellent pick. I would think he would carry the ball more than nine and a half times. I think you're right. I, I like that, Kevin. I, I think that's probably a pretty good uh, pick. I've seen people talking about Vikings-Eagles over 49 and a half, and that's why too much. I think I won't bet, but I can see this being an under, Dennis says. Um, I can too. I think if I was going to bet the over-under, I would bet the under in this game. I might bet the over in the first game. And if you notice, the first game's 47 and a half, and the next game's 49 and a half. You wouldn't think that. You'd think, no, think no you would think it'd be the other way around. It really yeah. would. Uh, I think if you took the under on most games yesterday, you probably would have been all right. That's true. One game you wouldn't have been all right was uh, the Dolphins and the yes, and that Ravens. Crazy, that score. <laughs> That was crazy, and then this was crazy. The Raiders were blowing out the Cardinals. Kyler Murray comes roaring back and wins that thing uh, for the Cardinals. That was that was something. Yeah, uh, yesterday, big time, big time uh, game. And boy, that Dolphins, <laughs> the the Dolphins were down thirty five to seven and had no <laughs> hope. And no came hope. back and won. And speaking of that and comebacks, and and Jason said it, epic comebacks. The Jets. Come yeah. back and beat the Browns. They were down 30 to 17 with a yeah. minute to go and won the game. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is at Cleveland. It doesn't matter who plays for Cleveland. They know how to lose. <laughs> well, it's incredible. Week one, their kicker makes a 58-yard field goal yeah. to win the game. Yeah. And then in week two, he misses an extra point that would have made it 31 to 17, which eventually wasn't yeah. all his fault. They gave up 31 points, but eventually causes the loss. I mean, yeah. you can't make that up. Can you? No, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's the two games tonight. Uh, it looks like Papa Dude's going Eagles minus three, and then the Tennessee Titans plus ten. I'm going Titans I'm, plus I'm 10. going Vikings. I'm going Vikings plus three. Oh, I, oh, okay. And you're going Vikings plus three. I thought you said you liked the Eagles. No, well, maybe I did, but I meant I, I'm going with the underdogs in both games. Yeah, the I think – Go with the dogs in both games and see what happens. First time since 2009 that the Jets, Giants, Yankees, and Mets all won on the same day. That's amazing, isn't it? How about that? 
It's really amazing. That's incredible. That is. That's 13 years. I did not know that. Wow. Wow. Well, the Jets and Giants haven't won too much in the last few years. So that, you know. And then the Mets have been bad off and on through that. Yeah. Well, I guess the Yankees haven't been great. So I guess four teams from the same city winning on the same day yeah. is a little unique. I guess that's that I guess that's pretty unique. I wonder what the parlay paid if you played all four of those. Wow, I don't know. <laughs> of course, well, you'd been 13 years since you had hit it. So well, uh the Mets were heavy favorites. The yeah. Jets were heavy underdogs, and the other two were kind of in between favorites. It would have paid pretty darn good, I would think. I'd say eight to one, maybe ten to well, one. The Jets would have pulled you through it. I mean, man. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Uh, Mike says, how about that Pennsylvania Derby draw? I'll tell you what, that's going to be a hell of a race. That. that was great, but I didn't realize that was a million-dollar purse. Have you seen it? Have you seen I it? I did. I saw it posted on Twitter a while ago. Wow. Here. I'll pull it up right now. We can talk about that for just like a second. A we go on. Uh, let's see here. I, I was I was surprised it drew uh, this large of a field. Um, if I could read, where is Parks? There it is. Well, don't you think a million dollars is part of it? Well, it's always been a million, and sometimes it doesn't that draw very well. Um, yeah, so here you go. Mike, I'll take your comment off there so we can see it all. Zandon, Ice, Icy Storm, B-Doc, Skippy Longstocking, Cyberknife, We the People, Tawny Port, Taba, Simplification, Naval Aviator, and White Abario. It's it's a fantastic race. It is. Taba is the favorite at 5-2, to two, Cyberknife 3-1, to one, and then it kind of goes on from there. Uh, you probably have not handicapped it. I, I honestly haven't either. I'm working on the, on the guide uh, right now, but like, Kevin said the whole parks card looks strong. Kevin, I started this guide two hours ago, probably, and I have not gotten close to this race yet. I'm on like the fifth or no. so. Well, yeah, it's like a great card. Seven horses that ran in the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, it's it's it it's, really, it, it's I don't know that that's let's see one two, three four five six six seven is there? Did White Barrio run in the Kentucky Derby? Yes. Okay, Skippy Longstocking did not. He did not, but he was in the Belmont and the Preakness. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. So Yeah, man. right. We the People was in uh, the, the Belmont. Yeah, that you know, is so. an amazing field. That is really something. Yeah, yeah. This race is ugly to me. Dennis, comment in the chat who you would like to see other than Epicenter run. I mean, <laughs> this has about got every, every two-turn three-year-old you could get, unfortunately. I think it's pretty good. Uh, did Pratt choose We the People or get pulled off Zandon? I think he got pulled off Zandon, Kevin. I don't think he would choose We the People over Zandon, uh, and more specifically, Brissett over Chad Brown. I think he got replaced. I think Rosario, hey. a guy that's a nice closer uh, on on horses, he, he fits closers well. I think Brown said we're going to use him for this one. So, well, what I do see you think about huh? that jockey change. Well, that's that's strange, don't you think? Yeah, I, yeah. I think uh, I think it's telling. He must not like the way he rides. Mm -hmm. That's strange. You know, and some jockeys fit horses. That's just the way it is. And and he must think that's not a good fit. He fed him awful well when he was winning the bluegrass, but uh, he, he's strange. had chances and just hasn't been able to finish the deal. Uh, it's very lately. strange. Mm -hmm. 
I thought uh, the the entry of both Tawny Port and Cyberknife was pretty telling as well. I thought that yeah. was a very interesting uh, situation. Cox bringing both those horses, didn't you? Yeah. Now this tells me we had something mentioned about the Oklahoma Derby a while ago. They're not going to get much. Yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty weak Oklahoma Derby field. Uh, yeah, where was that? Pedlo commented on that. Yeah, Oklahoma Derby is Sunday. That will draw on Thursday. Yeah. I did not expect a great field for that now. Well, because you would think maybe Cox would have sent Tawny Port to Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. He sends horses there every once in a while. That's the thing. You'd think you'd think Cox would send one, one, one place and one the other. He might have one. He's kind of waiting on for that one. Yeah. Um, we'll kind of see. Yeah, listen, the Taba thing is interesting. He did get beat by Cyberknife. A lot of people think, though, that Taba's the better horse. Cyberknife really backed it up with a nice effort last time out in the, yep. in the uh, Traverse to get second. Boy, I mean, if you like him, I, I'm kind of with Mike. I think you're going to get a decent price on him. You do, and he seems to be getting better. Yeah, Creative Minister is going to go to the Oklahoma Derby, yes. Um yeah. Let me see. They gave they sent me a probable list. I'll read that off here in just a second. Okay. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely think um, you know this is the this is other than epicenter. We kind of got everybody that that you could expect yeah. to get this at this wow. time. McPeak probably will send something down to Oklahoma. Yeah, McPeak is creative minister's trainer. Um, oh, okay. Let's see. Creative Minister, another possible is Rattle and Roll. Here you go. Brad Cox is going to send Home Brew. Mm. Um, so there's the Cox horse. Uh, also, AP Secret, Great Escape, Red Knobs, Maximum Impact, and Asmussen's King Ottoman, all probable for the Oklahoma Derby. Mm. So there you go. That's uh, that, that Pennsylvania Derby, something else. It's going to be good. Yeah. It's, it's going to be good. And we also, um, let's see, one race earlier is the Cotillion, and it's got Secret Oath in the race, uh, finally getting away from Nest. And so we'll see what happens there. It's, it's going to be fun. We'll have the guide uh, out later on in the week. Going to work on that today and tomorrow. I'd say Wednesday or Thursday we'll get that out. So keep an eye out for that guide. Um, all right. Well, that's all the horse racing. Now, let's talk about, uh, do you want to start college or NFL with our recap? Well, I think we're going to discuss in, uh, college a little bit more, don't you? I would say so. Well, might, might as well get to NFL first since we got the games tonight. Okay, let's talk NFL. Um, you've got, uh, what What list do you want to go through first? Here? I've got three different, well, four different categories, really, and it's way early. But anyhow, we got who's flying high. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got five teams. We've got who bounced back and won a big game they had to win. Mm -hmm. We've got who's treading water, which means they're just iffy. And then we got who's in trouble. So what do you want to start with? All right, who's flying high? Read those teams off. Right, I've got five teams listed. One of them is really a weird one. But anyway, uh, Miami, I think we've got to we've got to say they're flying high. That was a huge win for them yesterday. They beat New England. So what I've done is I've listed these, and then I've got the next three games that they have. So let's see what Miami's chances are to be five and zero. They're two and zero. Let's and if you can get to five and zero, man, you got a great you got a leg up on making the playoffs. Huge game next week. They got Buffalo in Miami next week. If they win that game, they're legit. Would you Would you not say that? Absolutely. Yeah. Then they go to Cincinnati, and then they go to New York. 
Now, the way the Bengals are playing and the way they look, of course, you can't count them out, but they don't look good. They can beat the Jets. So would you bet against them against Buffalo at Miami right now? We have to see how the Bills play tonight. But they're tough to beat in Miami. So I, be a fun game. Yeah, I think they're looking four and one yep. in the first five. That was a huge win yesterday for them. All right, uh, flying high, obviously the Chiefs. Definitely flying high. Look at this schedule they've got, and it's really not all that bad. Okay, they got to go to Indianapolis. They're god-awful right now. So you would think the Chiefs are going to win that one. Uh, here's a big one. Week four at Tampa Bay. That's setting up to be a dandy. And then they got Vegas in Kansas City. So they're looking four and one, five and oh. Mm-hmm. I would they're in good shape. Yeah. And that was a huge win for them the other night. They have a very, very difficult schedule this year, and they could have easily lost that game. Mm-hmm. And uh, they won it. So that was a huge win for them. I think you got to put Tampa Bay flying high. Very good performance yesterday. Uh, got the monkey off their back. They beat New Orleans. Uh, wasn't it interesting the fire that Brady showed yesterday? Mm-hmm. I don't know whether you saw any of that or not. Mm-hmm. And I saw a lot of people talking today about, and we see this a lot with him, how his teammates protect him. Yeah. You notice how they came to his defense, and and I didn't see the whole thing. I don't know what started the whole deal. But that is always interesting about Brady, how his teammates rally around him. So they must like him a lot. I know they respect him. Tampa's got a tough schedule, a very difficult schedule. But all three of these games are home. These three coming up. They got Green Bay next week in Tampa. They got the Chiefs in Tampa. They got Atlanta in Tampa. Guys, if they win all of those and they're 5-0, and they're suddenly going to be thrust up there yeah. as, as favorites. Don't you think to come out of the NFL West or NFL or the yeah. NFL? Yeah, I think so yeah. too. Yep. I think you got to put the Giants in there, don't there you? Yeah. Kevin Fly- said it. Yeah. And uh, they're 2-0. and uh, Haven't been real impressive, but one, that's all you got to do in the NFL. And look at the schedule. They got Dallas next week in New York. They got a good shot of winning that. So it could be 3-0. and They got Green Bay, but the interesting thing about that is that's in London. So who knows? And then they've got the Ravens in New York. So mm-hmm. got a shot at going four and one. And the fact that that game's in London, you don't know what's going to happen over there. So yep. off to a good start. And I went ahead and put the Jets down. I because they got to be flying high. They do have to be flying high. Yeah. They're generally 0-2 at this point. They should be 0-2. They won. They scored 31 points. So you got to give them some props. Um, and you know, look, look at the schedule. They got because they were a last place team last year, they're going to get the last place schedule, which benefits them. Yeah, they got Cincinnati next week in New York. They go to Pittsburgh, and they got the Dolphins. So they're probably going to fall a little bit. I think realistically, three and two would be their best shot after those five games. But when's the last time the Jets have been three and two? So even two and three would be pretty good. Absolutely. All right, let's skip ahead to who's in trouble. Yeah. And I think all of us would agree who's at the top of that list. Right? Wouldn't we all say 
the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, that that was atrocious. That was absolutely atrocious yesterday. Worse than week one. Yeah. Two clunkers in a row. Yeah. Right? Now, they made a nice comeback yesterday, but they couldn't finish the game. And this is becoming a pattern, and I didn't think Burrow was real good yesterday either. No, he's been bad two weeks in a row. Yeah, but he he doesn't have time to do much. They're all over him. Uh, let's see if they can get well. All right. Let me ask you this. Can, yeah. The offensive line was rebuilt to help Burrow. That was that was the whole deal. Is it a matter of those guys aren't as good as what they thought, or is it just they need time to gel? Like, what is the deal? Why are know. they so terrible up front? I don't know, because you're right. That was their major emphasis in the offseason. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know, sometimes an offensive line, I know at the collegiate level anyway, does take a few games to gel. But maybe they're overrated. I don't know, but they don't look good at all. They're horrible. Yeah. So this is a, a must-win for them next week. They've got to beat the Jets in New York. They have to. Then they got Miami. That's in Cincy. That won't be easy. And then they got to go to Baltimore. I mean, it it they turn around quickly, or they're one and four. I agree. I agree. And I don't think they rebound from one and four. No, I don't either. I, I think they're in big-time trouble. If that's a game they had to win yesterday, I, I don't know. They look bad. They've lost to two teams without a quarterback. Yep. And and uh, the kid from Dallas played great yesterday. He's not a kid, but he played really well. Yeah, he, he played well. But you hold them to, what was it, 17 until they kick that field goal? You have to you win. Have to win. You've got to win. That's a terrible loss. Uh, who would you pick next? Yeah, in big trouble. Uh, teams in big trouble. I mean, it's only two weeks, but you Indianapolis know. Indianapolis would certainly yeah. be next. Yeah. Yeah, there's two teams that we could rate there. So they're one of them, Indianapolis. Because they've, they're they not 0-2. They're 0-1-1. But look who they've lost to or tied. Houston, Jacksonville. You got to win those games. You have to beat those people if you're going to make the playoffs because it's going to get tougher down the road beginning next week when the Chiefs come to town. See, that's just it. You can't in the NFL. You, it's a long season, yes, but in the NFL you cannot lose too many games to teams you shouldn't lose to. That's right. You can make up one or two, but you've got yeah. two in two weeks now. Yeah. Well, you got the you got you got Houston and Jacksonville twice on your schedule. That's four wins you got to put down as victories. You yeah. Well, and not only that, they really weren't close in either game. Yes, the first game went into overtime and they tied, but they were good. They got stomped for for three quarters of the game. Yeah, and then yeah. yesterday they got run off the field by the. They did, board. yeah. So and 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 they got the Chiefs next week. Yeah, no realistically, they have no chance in that no game. Chance. I mean, really, when you look at it, I'm sure they're going to rally and play well. Uh, but I don't want to beat them. Then they got the Titans, and that's an Indy. So that's a chance. But then they go to Denver, and maybe Denver will start playing better. But then it ain't easy to win in Denver. I don't care who you are. Yeah. They can start out 0-4-1 real easy. Yeah. And they're done. And they're they done. Play. Exactly. Yep. Uh, Dennis mentioned the Raiders, and that is a good argument to put them second. And and, and I could have done that also. Either way, I, I call it the second place tie. They're in big trouble because they are in a tough division. 
and they, they blew that game yesterday. Get, they're another one in a tough division. You cannot blow games that you should win. And you're up 23 to nothing at home against the Cardinals, and you lost. I mean, they're they're in big trouble. I'm with they're you because. Trouble. But listen, the the Broncos don't look very good, so there's there's still a chance there. But this was a this was a bad bad Raiders well, team yesterday. Yeah, and you're already two games down to the Chiefs. You know, you're two behind the Chiefs after two games. I know this is way early. Yeah, it's going to be damn hard to make those two games up. When you, it, it's just hard. And, and getting over that game yesterday, yeah, it's going to be difficult. Yeah. Because you had that game one, looked really, really good for a long time. So that is a big, big problem. Uh, the other teams, I think, are not real surprises. So I don't think we need to talk about them much because they weren't supposed to be any good anyway. And that's Carolina. Yeah. And Atlanta. Yeah. And Houston, even though Houston does have a tie on there. But I don't think we even mentioned those because no one expects. No. Those teams to be very good. The bounce back teams yesterday, Dallas, huge, huge win. Okay, I'll stop on Dallas. I agree, but where do they go from here realistically? I don't know. I don't think they're very good. It was a huge win, but they kept their season alive for another week. Let's put yes, it that that's fair. It, 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 well, honestly, it revitalized their season for at least a week because they were done after week one, and now at least they've got a pulse. I, I just feel like they showed life, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and the quarterback played pretty well. And if he can play like that, you know, that division is not that difficult. Right. So they can hang in there. He, he, he played pretty well. So we'll see what happens with them. They got to be able to hold serve, basically. They do. Yeah. And they got New York next week. Yeah. Huge that, game. Yeah. Huge game for them. Uh, the Cardinals. Bounce back. I, unbelievably, was, yeah. Yeah, it was luck. But I read somebody on Twitter from Oklahoma talking about Kyler Murray, and they said, you know, he's good enough to keep Kingsbury from getting fired uh, week after week. <laughs> well, i tell you what. The one thing I've always said about him is never never count him out until it's, until it's over because he has pulled off some incredible comebacks. Uh, it started in high school even. They, they talked about – the, the comebacks. And then, you know, I saw him at OU against Texas come back and almost beat them single-handedly one day. Um, it was just incredible. I've seen him come back in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. He's good enough. He, he is like a video game. I mean, he's just, it was ridiculous. Some of the things he did yesterday was ridiculous. It, it was, but let's not forget how they won the game. That was a fluky fumble pickup and run it in. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they were, the Raiders were driving to win it. They did win at least, so we'll give they them a win. Yeah. Well, the jury is way, way, way still out on them. <laughs> uh, Green Bay bounced back and played really, really well against yep. the Bears. I know the Bears aren't much, but the Green no, that's Bay. that's a good win. Yeah, yeah, it looked a lot better. Yep. Big surprise. Uh, the Rams. The Rams almost blew that game late, but their offense looked a lot better yesterday. So they're probably feeling yeah. a bit better about themselves. Yep. So that was good. Um, how about the 49ers? That was an impressive performance for okay, them. Okay, let's talk about them because yeah. here's, by the way, touchdown Bills. They just took the lead six to nothing on a six-minute drive to open the game. Pretty impressive. So how about the 49ers? Trey Lance gets hurt. He's yep. out. He's yep. done. Is that good for the 49ers? you damn right it is. I think it is too. I don't know what they're thinking. I, I guess they thought they got this money investor or this kid they got – 
draft yeah. team high. We got to see if we can play. Their best quarterbacks, Garoppolo, whether they want to admit it or not. And I think they're better off. But we'll I see. hate it for Trey Lance. I, I wish he had to have gotten injured, obviously. But as far as their chances to win or the division or the, the Super Bowl or the conference or whatever, I don't think they're changed at all. And if anything, they went up. Now I think so too. I like them better. That's for sure. I thought they looked uh, good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, wait, we don't see them every day. So, you know, yeah. you got to trust their coaches no more than we do. Uh, Denver bounce back. Not impressed. Talk about a coach that doesn't know more than we do. That's the, that's happening. He's the worst I've ever seen. Go on. Well, they did win. So that, that's the good news. Yeah. Uh, New England bounced back with, with the win. Uh, not not real impressive, but they won, and that means something. Uh, and the rest of them, pretty much, I, I don't know that we even need to mention anybody else there. Uh, good win for Detroit. Good yep. win for the Lions. Yep. It was a good, good victory for them. So after two weeks, we got five teams. Or I got five teams that are flying high, and six are in big trouble already. We've only played. Do you know there's only – Let's see, we had three teams tonight that haven't lost a game. They've only played one. Uh, we only have seven teams out of all those teams that have only lost that have not lost a game after know, crazy. two weeks. Is that not nuts? Well, to college football, we've went three weeks. Guess how many undefeated teams are left? 130 teams in the in the, uh, in the I, I don't know that. I didn't see that. Take a guess. Are we counting the Whole thing, even the rinky dinks, the smaller conferences. Well, I'm going to go 15. 15? No, 33. Okay, well, yeah, 33 out of 130 yeah. after three weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's Pretty tough great. to win, folks. It's tough to win. I don't care where you're at. It, it is. It's. It is. It's tough, no matter what you're yeah. in. And the NFL is the toughest. There's yeah. no question. Whoa, we just had a hurricane at your house. All right. Um, anything else for the NFL? No, I think it gets it gets harder to pick each week, Jason, I think. I yeah. mean, they're just so hard to pick. Do you think the Colts or the Bengals are the most disappointed? I would say the Bengals. Well, you? because of what the Bengals were last year, I would say the Bengals too. Yeah, they, we're, we're talking about a team that almost won the Super Bowl. And they haven't really played dominant teams, and they're zero and two. Yeah, uh, the Colts are right there though, because a lot of people had the Colts picked to win that division, and they still might. There's a big difference between a tie and a loss, but it's who they've played and how they've looked that's the scary part. Let me ask you this before we move on. Okay. Jacksonville went to Washington, and they should have won Week One. Now they didn't. So that doesn't count, obviously, but they played really well. They could have won. Let's Who's, say. Who's Jacksonville? Yeah. Week two, they dominate the Colts. What about Jacksonville? Are they? I mean, I this division is bad. Are they good enough to compete? I mean, they. Well, I think so. We know that quarterback is a stud. We know that. Mm -hmm. And if they've got guys around him. He's going to be a stud. And they've made a lot of improvements. Hey, that division they're in is not real strong. They beat Indy. You know, Indy was one of the favorites to win the division. Uh, 
Tennessee struggling a little bit. We'll know more about Tennessee here in just a little while. But, yeah, uh, yeah I think they're much improved. We know Doug Peterson's a good coach. Mm-hmm. So we'll yeah. see. Then it says the problem with Jacksonville is they've played bad teams or below average teams. That's true, but, boy, their schedule is not going to pit them up against a lot of real good teams. So yeah. they, they could be okay. I don't they know. Could. They could. So we'll see. We'll see. All right. All right, let's move on. to. Uh, you're done with the NFL, right? Yeah. Okay, let's move on to college football. We're going to go through the top 25. Uh, and, and kind of a – you said it. We're, we're a fourth of the way through the season. We're kind of going to go through this AP top 25, and we're kind of going to go, okay, do you think they're going to actually end up there? Do you think they should really be ranked there? And talk about kind of these teams, uh, you know, as we as we go through here. So, all right, kick it off Georgia. They certainly deserve to be number one. Are they going to end up there? Well, I don't know if they're going to end up number one, but <laughs> I think they are a legit top four. Okay, how about we go that? I don't see any surprises with them at this point. It would be extremely shocking if Nebraska's not in the playoff at this point. They you look mean, very, very good. Okay. Uh, Alabama is at number two. They have not looked great no. at times, but other times they have. What do you think about them? And you want to bet against them? I don't. So no. I think they'll get things straightened out. We're going to find an awful lot about them in a couple of weeks. Interesting game coming up in Fayetteville, October 1st. Uh, it was announced that game is going to be at 2.30. I think that's a that's a bullet dodge for Bama. Uh, yep. yep. But, but still, that's going to be something, especially if uh, Arkansas wins this week. We'll get into that in a second. Ohio State at number three. They, uh, they finally put up some points this week, but – they have not been great. Uh, they, I mean, Notre Dame could have beat them or was at least hanging with them, and Notre Dame's pretty bad. So yeah. what do you think of Ohio State? Well, again, at this point, I think they're okay where they're at. Uh, we'll see. They, they, they've got Wisconsin this week. Uh, they'll beat them because Wisconsin won't be able to score enough. I don't think it's in uh, Columbus, too. So they got some toughies down the road. Uh, but right now, I, I'm okay with them at three. Michigan, number four, they have beaten three absolute nobodies, but they beat them very easily. None of them have been a game. I, I don't know. Can you get a read on Michigan yet? We can't yet. Uh, they play a sleeper team this week, Maryland. But how many times have we seen Maryland go 3-0 and and then just get your doors blown off? So still don't know if we'll get a read on Michigan yet, but I'm okay with them at four. We've seen it quite a bit, and we're going to see it again. Michigan will murder Maryland. That's my prediction on that one. Number five is Clemson. Uh, they're still struggling to score. I, I'm not sure how good this team is. They're going to get to play some dynamic offenses coming up. Mm-hmm. And they beat Clemson. They're kind of the bullies of the ACC. Yep. I think they're pretty overrated at five. I don't think they're going to end up there. What about you? Not at this point, no. The only thing that might keep them at the top is the ACC schedule you know and there's no powerhouses there they do have to play notre dame down the road but it doesn't look like notre dame is very good so uh somebody's got to be number five right now i think there's a couple two maybe two or three teams that are coming up that might be a little better than they are at this point they got a great defense boy what a game this week at wake forest so, big time game exactly and dennis says wake forest plus seven and maybe small money line to beat clemson that's right um they can beat them. I don't think they will. <laughs> I think they'll yeah. lose. 
I can't bet Wake Forest until I see him beat Clemson. I don't think they'll beat him. I really don't. Uh, All right, let's move on here. Oklahoma, and that's right. Uh, Kevin B said that Nebraska plus 11 bet. Yeah, that was dead. Oklahoma dominates Nebraska. They're 3-0. They're number six. I don't know. What do you think? That's still a little too high in my estimation, but what do you think of the Sooners? Probably, but who else are you going to put there at this point? You know, they've been as impressive as anybody, I guess, uh, except the teams ahead of them. Uh, we'll talk about that game a little bit here in a little while because we want to get into Nebraska some. Uh, I don't know. I thought OU was fabulous. I know Nebraska's not any good, but they just killed them. So I thought it was an impressive win. Uh, some of the luster has been taken off the game this week with K-State with the Wildcats getting beat Saturday. But uh, the Big the Big 12 is is looking decent. I mean, I don't think it's going to be as easy as we thought it was going to be. I think there's some teams in there that's not bad. Yeah, Oklahoma State looks pretty good. The Jayhawks look pretty good. Uh, we'll get to them in a minute too. So Yeah, Baylor's got a shot as well to yeah. kind of be uh, decent. So yeah, Texas obviously only yeah. losing to one by Bama. They won again. So yeah, I mean it, it's it's going to be a little bit harder than we yeah. thought. Number seven, as uh, Kevin said, did they put Oklahoma and USC right there together? <laughs> I don't know, maybe so. The seven is USC. I watched them. Uh, I got to see them live and in person. Well, not in person, but watch, actually watched the game live. They absolutely dominated Fresno State Saturday night. I thought they looked really good. What do you think of the Trojans? I think they're legit at seven at this point in the season. I, you know, they have been as impressive as anybody. Yeah. They went to Stanford and killed them. Uh, Fresno's not a bad team. They dominated them. Huge game this week. Kind of a sleeper game, really. They got to go to Corvallis and play a pretty good Oregon State team. So we're going to find out some more about them uh, this week. Uh, I tell they them, if they roll them, they're pretty good. I think they're going to be a force. I really was impressed with what they what they were able to do to Fresno State. They they just beat the hell out of them. And and you talk about Oregon State, they almost lost to Fresno State. It took a, a last uh, second comeback yep. uh, for for them to win. So that's going to be a very interesting game. It's hard to go to Corvallis and win. So we'll see. But USC looks very good. Kentucky. Sometimes, go ahead. There's weather in Oregon too. Sometimes it's rainy. Yeah, you know, it's a lot up there. So we'll see. True. Kentucky is number eight. I don't think they're going to stay number eight, uh, but a good start for the Wildcats. I think they're a top 15 team. I don't think they're top 10. Uh, so they're a little overrated probably, but again, they're 3-0. and They beat Florida in the swamp by 10 points. That's a great win. And uh, they should win this week. They got Northern Illinois. No reason they don't win that one. So uh, I, I can't argue with them being where they are. Somebody's got to be there. You know, yeah. it will be them. No, I agree. I, I think for right now it's fine. I cannot see them hanging around too long, but I agree. They're a top 15 type team for sure. Uh, I, I, I've been impressed with them so far. And, again, they've got a quarterback. Such a difference, these teams like Kentucky, when they get a guy that can sling it. Uh, number nine, Oklahoma State. They haven't played hardly anybody. No. Uh, but, you know, right now they probably should be up there in the top yeah. 10. I think um, they were 11 in the preseason, so nine. Yeah at this point is fair. Yeah. You know, they're good. We know they get better as the season goes on. They're three and oh, no, they haven't played anybody. They're off this week, but three and is three and oh, so can't argue with them. Yep. Yep. I agree. All right. Number 10, 
Arkansas, boy, they survived a scary one, an absolute scary one. Missouri State, uh, Bobby Petrino led Missouri State, I should say. Boy, they're up 17 to nothing. They were up 27 to 17 late in the, in the second half. Arkansas pulls away, though, in the end and wins on a couple of big-time plays, one by Rocket Sanders, uh, just an incredible run that kind of saved them. Um, but that's out of the way. They go to AM now. They've beaten some pretty decent teams. What do you what do you think about the Razorbacks? Ten well, is about right or no? You need to pat yourself on the back because you called that. Mm-hmm. You said they were going to struggle with Missouri State. I can't believe it took that long to turn that game around for them. I, is that a red flag? I don't know. They obviously weren't ready. Uh, Missouri State is very good, but they're still FCS. A number 10 team in the country has to have a punt return to win the game. I'm not sure about that number 10 ranking. If you were watching this game, it was 27 to 17. Arkansas had zero momentum. Right. They got, they ran a play on first down. They had the ball. I can't remember. There wasn't a ton of time left. In the fourth quarter, about 11 minutes, I think. Yeah. They ran a play, didn't get anything. They ran a shovel pass, just a little kind of an awkward-looking shovel pass, and Sanders took it to the house. I mean, it was a freaking fantastic run. He turned on the Jets, made it 27-24, and it was over after that. Like, he turned the whole game. Well, he, did. he didn't make that run. Arkansas would have gotten beat. They made yeah, they very made well. And I'll tell you another thing. Missouri State had a shot to make it 31 to 17 and had to settle for that field goal. That was a big play too. Yeah. But the last three uh, Arkansas scores all long runs. Yeah. And like you said, they returned a punt for a touchdown to take the lead. Take the lead. Yep. And I'm telling you, they, they couldn't drive the ball real well on Missouri State. Of course, they fell behind 17 to nothing, and it's hard to come back from that. I don't care who you're playing. But uh, some red flags perhaps comes up on this. I think it's very interesting that they have Texas A&M this week. They're ranked 10th. A&M's 23rd, and A&M's a favored to win the game. Well, we kind of talk about how these polls are crazy, and uh, that's just that's well, just how it goes, right? I, think, I, I don't know how they're favored because, remember last year, Arkansas beat the living daylights out of them. Yeah. You would think they would be favored coming into this game. They're favored in my mind. Yeah. So – uh, I think they were definitely looking ahead. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But it's a little bit alarming that it took them so long because they got it to 17 to 14 at the half and came out and tied it at 17 17. You would have thought they would have taken over, and they didn't. No, no, they didn't. They also lost the turnover battle three to nothing. And I don't care who you play when you lose that turnover battle, you're in trouble. Yeah, especially um, when you don't get any turnover. Yep. And you mentioned Missouri State. I'll, I'll mention them real quick. I scrolled down to the FCS poll. They're number five in the country. So it's yeah, not good. like this is a slouch. They're a very good team. Um, actually, I'm sorry. They're tied for fourth. I see yeah. they're tied now. So pretty good team right there. So just, And they're in a very legitimate conference too. Yep. So. Keep, their, keep your eye on Missouri State if you follow yep. FBS at all. Tennessee, number 11. Uh, I, I don't know that they're going to end up number 11 when it's all said and done, but this is a pretty pretty dynamic offense. It is very very way overrated. Eleven point favorite against Florida this week. We'll see. Yeah, and North Carolina State number twelve, and, and Dennis is right. They kind of do look identical. Tennessee and North Carolina State. Yeah. Another one. I don't know how long they stick around, but they they got a great offense. 
They do. Uh, North Carolina State's going to be in the top 20 because they play in the ACC, and they may be the second-best team in the ACC. So, Yeah. No, so that's, that's more than fair. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Utah up to number 13. Boy, that loss to Florida is a killer. It is. Um, I, you know, what What do you think about that? I mean, I don't know. Are they? Was it just the uh, first game? They went down there and lost. They're better than that. What do you think? I'd still say they're Utah, and they don't know how to win in a game like that. They're going to get better and better and better. You just watch. There may be, they may not lose another one until they play uh, USC later on in the year. They've got Arizona State this week. There, they got to go there. Arizona State fired their goofball of a coach, and uh, Utah, I think, will run them off the field. I think. I think you're right. By the way, touchdown Titans. They took a four-minute drive, went right down the field on the Bills, and we got a tie game. And this has been a good one. Uh, as I've kind of peeked in as we were talking, this looks like a really, really good game. Um, yeah, term Herb, he was fired on the field. Did you see that? I did not see that. They called him over and basically fired him in the end zone after the game. After the game. Well, you should when you lose to Eastern Michigan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Cougar parlay went down in flames. Oh, boy. Jason did not get the Cougar parlay home. No. Nope. Um, all right, let's move on here to Penn State at 14. This was a dominant win over Auburn. What about Penn State at 14? Are they starting to become for real in your eyes? I think they ought to be above Utah and whoever the 12th one is, North Carolina North State, State, and number 11, mm-hmm. Tennessee. Who's had? They've had two really impressive wins. They, they beat Purdue in Purdue, an opening game. And they just stomped Auburn. Now, I know Auburn's not real good. There's a lot of teams that would go in there and not win 41 to 12. So they're pretty solid. Sean Clifford is playing extremely well. They're going to be 4 0 after this week. They got Central Michigan. If they're not flat, could have a little letdown. It may be a little closer game than we think. But no, they are very impressive. Yep, I was impressed with them. Speaking of impressive, that Oregon was good. They they had a real nice, solid win over BYU. Listen. They got smoked by Georgia. Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. I kind of give them a pass. I, I don't know. I think they're decent. Oh, that, they are. And that's a great coaching job. Here you got a first-year guy, never been a head coach. First game gets beat 49-3, to comes back two weeks later and beats a great BYU team. Not a great team, but a good BYU team. And they didn't beat them. They throttled them. That's a good coaching job right there. Old Miss checks in at 16. I have no idea. Uh, about Ole Miss. They haven't played hardly anybody. Do you have any early thoughts on them? They're not really putting up like crazy points. No, they're not, but they're pretty solid. You know, they're beating people pretty bad. That was a convincing win at Georgia Tech. I know they're not good, but still, it's a good win. Uh, uh, Did I write this down wrong? We got Tulsa this week. So Tulsa goes to Mississippi. By the way, Oregon goes to Washington State, which is a surprise team in the Pac-12. That'll be a good game. Washington State's one of those undefeated teams that I talked about. They're 3-0, believe it or not. So it'll be a very, very good game. Baylor, they got beat by BYU, but they come back uh, and they look good last week. They're 2-1. By the way, this is kind of – I think it was Jason that kind of referenced it. Uh, Florida beat Utah. They have the same record. Utah's 13. Florida's 20. BYU beat Baylor two weeks ago. And BYU is 18 and Baylor – or BYU is 19, Baylor is 17. I mean, figure it out, right? Makes no sense. No. Washington, yeah. in the coaches' poll, if you look at the coaches' poll over there, Michigan State is 21 and Washington is oh 24. 
Washington last week beat Michigan State easily. Um, talk about so, Washington. They're 3-0. and That's another one of the surprise teams. Uh, that shows you right there, those coaches, they don't do those polls. No. Their secretaries do them. They don't have time to mess with that crap. Yeah. Uh, that is ridiculous. They ought to be ashamed of themselves for that one. Uh, Washington just slaughtered, and that was never a game. Uh, you know, they get the right coach at Washington, they usually win. They're pretty good. So this is a team nobody really had much of an eye on in the Pac-12 in the preseason, and suddenly they look pretty good. They do. They look good for sure. Uh, we'll move right along. BYU, we talked about them. Bad loss uh, this weekend. See if yep. they'll bounce back. Number 20 is Florida. They struggled against South Florida, but they did win, and that's all that matters. Yeah. Uh, Florida-Tennessee this week, correct? Yeah, at Tennessee. I don't think Florida's in the top. I, they shouldn't be in the top 25, in my opinion. So, Well, I think they're not going to be if Tennessee takes care of business this yeah. week. Yeah, that's a huge rivalry. That'll be a big game. Wake Forest is number 21. I kind of think they're underrated. I think they're going to end up getting up there a little higher than that. What do you think of the Demon Deacons? Well, it's all Sam Hartman. And uh, do they have any defense? That's what it'll come down to. And it doesn't look like they do. They had to play their ass off to beat Liberty. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so I don't I don't think they beat Clemson. They probably will not. But I, I still like to watch Hartman play. Oh, I do too. Yeah. Me too. Uh, 22 is Texas. I'm kind of surprised they're not up there a little bit higher. Yeah. Um, you know, their one loss was to Alabama. Uh, they've looked good in the other two games, yeah. I thought. Yeah, this is got to go to Tech. Um, they don't play great out there. I hope Tech beats them. I don't think they will, though. And I, I think Texas is pretty good. Tech played decent against uh, yeah. North Carolina State, so we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, I think Texas is going to be tough. Texas A&M, they respond and beat Miami. Boy, neither team looked real good, in my opinion. I don't think the A&M team's very good. I don't either. They don't have, they don't have any offense. No, they changed to Max Johnson. He didn't look that good. You can't win in the SEC if you don't have any offense. You just yeah. can't. I, I think Arkansas beats them. I think Arkansas is going to beat them. I'm with you, and I think they'll get knocked out of the top 25, obviously, for that. Maybe. <laughs> huh? Maybe. Oh, they'll have to. Why are they in there now? Why is Miami at 25? I mean. Oh, that is a total joke. Well, they, they're on the road. That's listen, the I, I think they're awful. I don't think they're too. Yeah, I don't know. If they were any good, they would have won that game. Neither they one of them in the top 25. Neither yeah. one of them. The other team here, number 24, is Pittsburgh. Uh, they, lo oh, they, uh, they lost to Tennessee. They've had a couple of good games other than yeah. that. They've been good so far. They're a decent team, I think. They're okay. I don't know if they should be in the top 25 with a loss uh, because uh, maybe there ain't anybody else put in there. They've got, oh, the toughie this week, Rhode Island. <laughs> See, teams like Pittsburgh, Miami, AM, teams have lost. I mean, Dennis talks about Appalachian State, the miracle win over Troy. That's if you haven't seen that, that was great. But he said, where where do you think Troy should be or Appalachian State should be? Well, North Carolina's three and oh, and they beat yeah. Appalachian State. They where are they? Exactly. Where's four to eight? Yeah, yeah, they're three. Uh, well, can three you believe they're not in there? Let's see. We'll go down here. Michigan State is 26. Florida State is 27. And here's another one. Appalachian State, 28. North Carolina, 29. North Carolina beat Appalachian State. At Appalachian State, too. Yeah. Um, Washington State, 30. And then it goes on. Cincinnati is better than 
Pittsburgh and Miami, in my in my opinion. Cincinnati is thirty-one. Oregon State thirty-two. Minnesota thirty-three. Kansas. Okay. Look Let's at talk about Kansas. Okay, but look at Cincinnati. The number ten team in the country beat them by seven points on the road, and they the statistics were even, and they're not ranked. They're not 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. They're, they're 31st. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Anyway, okay, you want to talk about my next category? Well, let's talk about Kansas before we go on. Okay, they're in my next category. Okay, yeah, go ahead then. All right, here are the surprise teams so far after three games. And number one, without a shadow of a doubt, are the Kansas Jayhawks. This is an amazing turnaround. But you know what? We saw it coming if we read if we just kind of remember last year. They took Oklahoma to the wire and should have won. They beat Texas. So they were getting a little bit better last year. But to sit here and say that we saw this coming would be an out and out lie. Because did you in your wildest dreams think, look at the point total? Now, hear me out. They have Duke this week at Kansas. They and, can beat them. And, and Duke is my number three surprise team. Duke and Kansas will meet in Lawrence at 11 o'clock Saturday, and they're both 3-0. and oh. And this is football, not basketball. Now, hear me out. I'm hearing you. They can beat Duke, correct? Yes. I'm going. I know exactly what you're going to say. Can they beat Iowa State in Lawrence? Sure. Can they beat TCU in Lawrence? You betcha. They're going to be six and zero coming to OU on the fifteenth of October. Would you have ever thought that was even possible? I'm not going as far to say they will be six and zero. They could be. I think it's a thirty to forty percent chance. When you're putting up. 159 points in three games. Okay. What is that? 53 points a game? Mm-hmm. Why can't they beat those three teams? Listen, those three teams I don't think are as good as West Virginia or Houston. No, West Virginia and Houston are pretty good. I don't know. I haven't watched Duke. I'll be honest. I've just seen scores. I've watched Iowa State. They are what they always are, right? I would say of those six teams, I've not seen TCU, but of those three, the next three, uh-huh. I would say Iowa State's got the best chance to beat them. I think TCU might because I think they've got more offense. I'm not seeing that. Uh, I but listen, what if they're six and zero? Oh? What they'll be ranked? Well, they should be. That'll be a ranked game. They may be in the top ten. Right? <laughs> Won't be in the top ten. But who else is going to be six and zero after six weeks? They've got a legitimate shot to be six and zero going to Oklahoma. This? How about this? OU plays Texas on the eighth. What if they lose? Okay. What if we say OU wins their next two? Yeah. Okay, they would be five and one. And let's say Kansas wins their three. They would have a better record than OU in week seven. Who would have ever guessed that? It could happen. This is crazy. Now, listen, I think law of averages, they're going to lose. They may even lose two of these next three. But this is a good story. This is a good story. Oh, I know. Duke is too. Every time I turned on the TV against Houston the other day, they were scoring. Yes. They never slowed them down. They scored 55 and 48 on the road. That's right. Now, I mean, 
They don't have any defense, it doesn't look like. But you're not going to have to score a whole bunch to beat these. It's an amazing story. The guy, and I'm hearing people go, well, he'll be the next coach at uh, Nebraska. Jesus. Well, I I don't know that I'd want to leave. You got exactly why would you leave? Quarterback is dynamic that they have. It's really it's a fascinating story. Yep. All right. Who else? Who else you got? Okay. Uh, the number two surprise team, I think, are the Ricky Pasternak's. The Orange. They are really good. And uh, as Jason says, he likes Syracuse too. Um, that was a great win for them. A very good, it convinced me a lot by that win uh, over Purdue. Now look at their schedule. They've got Virginia at home this week. They should win that game. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're, Wagner, they're going to win. Okay, they could be 5-0 and with North Carolina State coming in. Now the honeymoon's over after that fifth game because they got North Carolina State, Clemson, and Notre Dame, and then Pitt. And, and then for State. For us. So <laughs> they may hit the wall, but who would have ever thought they would be 3-0 after three games? Great job. Pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. We'll see. We'll see what happens down the line with them. That's the thing about some of these teams. It's way early. Yeah. My number, uh, and then Duke I have as, as number three, which we talked about them. Now, Duke hasn't played anybody. Right. They played Temple. They beat Northwestern. They're god-awful. And they beat North Carolina A&T. So they haven't played anyone. Well, they have to play Kansas. So we'll, Kansas, <laughs> we'll find out. We know the wheels are going to come off there before it's all over. But it's fun to talk about them. Yeah. Now, here's a team that no one's talking about. Uh that's my number four team, and I saw them a lot on Saturday, and that's Tulane. Yeah. The Green Wave are 3-0. and Now, overall, I think the American Conference is one of the most disappointing conferences of the lower group of five because Houston's not very good, and UCF lost a game too. But uh, when you look at Tulane – um, they're very well coached. We've seen them a couple times in the last three years, and they know how, they know what they're doing. And you look at their schedule. Houston's okay. They should win this week. Mm-hmm. That's four and zero. Houston's not what we thought they were going to be. They could beat them. They got East Carolina at home. South Florida's bad. They got Memphis at home. Memphis is pretty good. Those are two games. If they can win those, tricky game at Tulsa. Uh, they got Central Florida at home. SMU's at home. Gotta go to Cincinnati. They got a chance to win eight, eight or nine. Yeah, they really do. They do. They're not horrible. No. Uh, another team. Now these, the rest of these are probably going to start getting knocked off. Uh, but Rutgers is three and zero. I don't think we saw that coming. But you know they're getting into the meat of the schedule. Washington State's three and zero. So a lot of these teams haven't really played anybody yet, although Washington State went to Wisconsin and won. And, you know, sometimes Washington State will turn around and win seven or eight mm-hmm. when you expect them to. Uh, Oregon State's 3-0. and So anyway, the rest of them are not really uh, – Indiana's 3-0. and Oh, Indiana's horrible. They're going to get beat. They'll, they'll get beat. And Maryland's going to get shoved it down their throat, going to get shoved down their throat this week. Yeah. And then the other surprise team, and the reason why I didn't rate them up there higher – 
is because of their name, and that's Florida State. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, they were kind of fortunate to win the other night uh, against Dennis's team. Uh, I thought that was a great game. And they were fortunate to win, but they won it. And, and when you got a team that's coming back from the bottom and they're tradition rich and they win a game like that, man, that starts to make you think you're pretty good mm -hmm. and getting better. You know they have athletes. Now, the quarterback got hurt, didn't he, in that game? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I never did read how serious. I don't think he's going to be back. Okay. Well, that, that that's going to kill him. But they got Boston College this week at Tallahassee. That's a win. And they've got – and then they got a big one with Wake Forest. So the wheels are going to come up for them if they're going to. After the Boston College game, they got Wake Forest at North Carolina State and Clemson. So we'll find out about that. And then Washington's the other surprise team. But, again, they've been at the top before, so it's not a huge surprise that they're 3-0. Now, the biggest disappointments, I think Notre Dame's the biggest. Yep. I think they're the biggest. I had uh, Houston rated highly, and they've not been impressive at all. Nope. I think they're disappointing. Uh, I think Texas A&M is way disappointing. They were ranked sixth in the preseason. They, they've not shown anything. And then, of course, Nebraska. And that's just a whole other story. Well, do you want to talk about Nebraska here and then kind of <laughs> – wind it down uh i wanted to bring this up uh, okay. for a nebraska talk here there it is all right these are the odds right now for the next nebraska okay. coach good um so i wanted to bring that up first these are actual live odds um the, the favorite to be the next nebraska coach is matt campbell basically uh you know three and a half to one lance leopold from kansas five to one Mickey Joseph is seven to one. He should be a hundred. That is not happening. <laughs> no, Mark Stoop, seven to one. Luke Fickle, nine to one. Bill O'Brien, 10 to one. Urban Meyer, 12 to one. Matt Rule, 15 to one. Dave Aranda, 20 to one. And uh, Jim Leonhard, 25 to one. I don't even know who that is. Um, okay. This is, this is the lowest I've seen a big time program ever fall. It, it's, it's beyond bad right now at Nebraska. Yeah, and and it, you know, it's recruiting, is is what it is. All you got to do is look at Nebraska on defense. And you said it when we were sitting watching the game. Our quarterback is not a speedster, and he flew through their secondary. He got loose, and he got to about the I don't know the exact yardage. Let's say it's the thirty. It was well outside of the end zone, 30, 40 yard line. And the, their secondary kind of got even with him, and he ran away from them. Yeah. And what did I? I looked at you, and what did I say? It ain't gonna be a game. No. Because if you if you if you can't quote unquote cover the quarterback, right? You're not gonna be able to hang with anybody that we've got. No, they so don't. It, it was it was it was bad. They just they don't have any players, and no defensively they're they're just helpless. They have no speed. They have no size. Um, they're just – I don't know what they're going to do to win a game. I really don't. Uh, offensively, they have players. They do. Their offensive line is not very good. They had a couple of nice running backs. Running backs are good. Their receivers I don't think are terrible. But 
they're gonna that quarterback's gonna get killed. I, I mean, yeah, their offensive line is not any good. And so. let's give OU a little bit of credit. They they dominated their front, and that's you know, that's saying something for OU. But overall, God, they were just helpless. I, well, I just I just can't believe they're that bad. No, and all, and and they've been bad, but they've been competitive, and they're not even that. Mm-mm. And you know, they're all over the coaches, although it wasn't too bad on the Husker shows. This I've listened to several of them. It was terrible last week. Not too bad this week. They're beginning to realize it, I think. When you get blown off the field, because most of the Nebraska losses have been close, and they could have won them. Yeah. And this was one of the few where they've just been dominated. And this was after they came out and scored right off the bat and knocked OU in the mouth, and then that was it. Uh, but so uh, it's just it was a it was a, a men against boys the other day. You know, and it, it's it's one thing if you're kind of slower if you got a slower team, and it's I mean it's hard to to, to cover that up. But they're they're small. Yeah, they're not very big, and they're slow. Yeah, small and slow is not going to win any games, and it, it's just I don't know what they're going to do. They've it. They have the facilities. They have the money to pay a coach. So they may get somebody simply because of that. Uh, but And they have the fan base, and that's probably not going to go away. But you look at some of these names on there. Um, Luke Fickle is not leaving Cincinnati to go to Nebraska. Well, I've got news for him. I don't think one person on this list is going to Nebraska. The only one I see, Matt Rule may get fired. Okay, he might have no choice. Yes. Yeah, Dave Aranda. Are you kidding me? No chance. Why no in chance. hell would he leave Baylor, where they're damn good, and go there? Zero chance. Listen, okay. Matt Campbell's at Iowa State. He needs to get out of there. That would be the that would be a logical one. Uh, Not to Nebraska. There's twenty jobs he can get that are better than Nebraska. That's what people their people need to realize. And isn't it interesting? We've played three weeks and we have two Power Five jobs already open. And the Arizona. one at Arizona State might be just as good as the one at Nebraska. That's the problem. I don't. That's where it's fallen. It, it could be, but I I don't think so. But Anyway, uh, Leopold at Kansas. All right, let's say he goes on and wins seven or eight. He's going to be a he's going to be a god at Kansas. Do you get out when you're a god, or do you stay another year and see if you can become more than god? You know, there is no yeah. thing more than the coaching that. world. You always get fired. So, especially at Kansas, ask Mark Mangino. He took him to the Orange Bowl, and they That's- fired him like three years later. Yeah. Um, I don't ask Darren McCarty about being a god at Iowa State. They fired his ass after he fell off for a couple oh, of years. Absolutely. So I can't believe the guy at Kansas State's not on this list. Listen, well, he just lost to Tulane, so maybe they could get him. But it's like, okay, sure. Who's that? He just lost, Kansas State's coach just lost to Tulane. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. I don't think he's like I don't. They, but that's who they could probably get. But you know, I don't know if he'd go there. Matt Campbell needs to get out of Iowa State ASAP, quickly. You're going to get fired eventually. It's going to happen. It happens to everybody. Yeah. Nebraska ain't it. Nebraska, he's not leaving for Nebraska. I don't he's think he is. He's down much better jobs than Nebraska. 
way better. Unless they throw, you know, $10 million at him. I don't think it's going to, I, I don't think it's going to matter. I don't think they're getting him. The guy, sure, the guy, Kansas, perhaps, you know, yeah. but the, the offensive coordinator at Alabama, he was at Penn State and left for Houston in the pros. Mark Stoops. Okay. He ain't going there. No chance. And if he's going somewhere, he's going to go to a school that's much better than Nebraska. Luke Fickle, are you kidding me? No way. Cincinnati would beat Nebraska by 80 points if they wanted to do it. They wanted to, yeah. He's not leaving. Bill O'Brien, I mean, I would rather be the offensive coordinator at Alabama. Uh, They couldn't get the App State coach. They couldn't. They couldn't. He would not go. I don't think I doubt it. Why would he go? Urban, Urban Meyer, are you out of your mind? He's he's weird enough maybe to do it, but Again, why does he want to work that hard? He's not. And he's not because you can't win up there the way Urban Meyer has won at other places because no. you can't get the players. No. They've got to get an Iowa type of coach. They do. That's what they have to strive to be first and foremost. Well, they need to be like Minnesota and Wisconsin. <laughs> They've got to get to that level before they can get to the next level. Yeah, and and I don't know the guy that can do it. I don't uh, because they don't have a recruiting base. I looked at their roster. They got players from everywhere, mm-hmm. but they obviously don't have the best players from those states. No, and they used to get them. And listen, there is no excuse they can't be like Iowa and no. Iowa State and Minnesota. No, none. Now, but the coaches they've went through, and none of them. Now, you could say, well, Polini, let's not forget that's a long, long time ago, and football has changed immensely since he was there. If he, they hired him back, I, I have confidence if Bo Polini got the job back, which he's not, but if he did, I have confidence they would be a well, decent they, team. They might I watched Bo Polini coach teams. They were competitive. They, they might hard five. Yes. I think the Nebraska fans are going to have to lower their expectations. You have to, because this is nuts. You're not, you're, this is 2022. Yeah. Your goal is to get to a bowl. That's goal number one, Nebraska. I heard the the experts on podcasts of Nebraska, you know, guys like us, Mm -hmm. uh, talking about, well, you know, we're just in schemes that just aren't working. I don't care what schemes you're in. You don't have any players. You have no players. There's no coach in the country that could win more than six with that bunch. They're awful. Oh, God, no. No. Their defense is just – it. their offense, if they had any kind of defense at all, an average defense, they could win five or six with their offense. But they don't. And, and their offense isn't good enough to score 50. No. It's not. No. It, the offense I don't think is terrible. I think they quit. No. Uh, they, uh, the quarterback quit. I don't care what he quit. Yeah, he got it. And you know, it's interesting. Casey Thompson played at Texas last mm-hmm. year, and you and I were talking. And I would love to ask him just off the cuff, off the record, when did you know when you got up here there was no talent here <laughs> because you have been around talent at Texas. Well, some of the OU people are like, God, it, it, it's impressive that how he made Casey Thompson look compared to last year. Yeah, huge difference. He didn't have Bijan Robinson. Yeah. He didn't have the freaking I can't think of the kid's name, number eight for Texas, who's a stud, or the wide receiver. 
Xavier Worthy and those things. Yeah, Worthy. I mean, those are NFL type guys. He was well that Whittington's uh, NFL guy too. Exactly, Texas player players. Yeah, that's why he looked better. I mean, when he had an offensive line, they could at least block somebody. Exactly. Problem exactly. last year wasn't Casey Thompson. It was the defense. They couldn't stop anybody. So exactly, exactly right. So Nebraska, you've got to you've got to grip reality. You just have to. Yeah. You know, I remember when OU hired Stoops and we went through that long period. I don't feel like when we hired him, the OU fans thought we should win a national title the first year, you know? No, and we hadn't been down for 20 years. We'd been down for about five. Yeah. And I remember we went seven and five the first year. Everybody was thrilled. We were thrilled. We're like, wow, we were at least decent. I mean, we came from the abyss, not as bad as this. Well, Blake's first year there was, but we were proving a little. I think we were five and six the year before they fired or they hired Stoops, but we were a bad five and six. Yeah. We go seven and five his first year and we were in every game. Yeah. Could have been better, just didn't know how to win. And everybody was just, oh my God, this guy is fantastic. Yeah. And the OU fan base is, is just as rabid as the Nebraska fan base. If yeah, not, but they're not clueless about college yeah. football. I mean, no. this is, and I, I'm sorry, if you're a Nebraska fan and you think you should be winning national titles next year, you you got to get a grip. You just have to. And I. Yeah. I have nothing against Nebraska people and Nebraska fans. I like them. I think they're great fans. For you to show up week in and week out to watch this, it's 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 shows, unbelievable. Yeah, it shows how passionate you are. But guys, you you gotta you gotta learn to crawl again. I mean, this is starting all over. This is the this is the bottom of the barrel. Not only that, you lost to Georgia Southern, who they're terrible, mm-hmm. and you lost to Northwestern. That's Northwestern's only win. They lost to Southern Illinois last week. I I don't know how they win a game the rest of the year. They got Indiana next. Maybe they beat Indiana. They're not great, but I I don't know how they're going to beat them. I don't either. I don't. And if they don't beat them, now the, the best thing they got going for them is they do have a bye week and they can get some things settled down up there you know they can get some stuff going because they don't have to get ready to play and in oklahoma we're not giving them enough credit they're very good and they played really well well again if that was their first loss of the year i wouldn't be like this but, oh i agree uh, but oh you played well i mean indiana's not OU, so no they can get some things settled down maybe you know change a few things you can't change chicken shit defense though you just can't they're not no. they're just not capable those kids are not capable yeah, yeah. now I, I have heard him say that they don't tackle in practice and they're going to start doing that they're going to start trying to get more physical and that only goes so far yeah. you know you will get a little tougher but that's it you, if you can't catch the guy you can't tackle it it's that simple well yeah that's just it and i love the we're going to start practicing tackling i mean i just that's well, a lot of teams don't. Oh, you did not until this year. Guys last year, so exactly. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's my rant. I just, I just can't believe how bad it's gotten. Oh, no, it is really bad. And I'm not. Listen, you're you're an older guy, obviously, and and you remember the great Nebraska teams. I'm, you know, I was a. Ch- I, I'm 38. I was in like junior high the last time they were even 
decent. No, you were no, they were good when we beat them. Okay, that's right. Two thousand would have been. I would have been in high school. Right. Yeah, it's been about twenty years since they've been really good. They haven't been like 95, 96. That's mm-hmm. the last time they were just like super good. We would take now we would owe you when they were when these two teams were going at it. They 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 handled them in Norman most of the mm-hmm. time. Tough games, but we went when we'd go up there and we'd have these flashy offenses, they'd stuff our. I mean, we just had to work and work and work to score. Yeah, they were so good and beat your brains out. They're not anymore, so (laughs) it's really bad. It's It's bad. I've ever seen. Listen, I I hope they can at least get to be respectable because it's. That's embarrassing. I don't. I don't like that. I don't like. I, I don't know. I, I'm not a Nebraska fan, and I. I don't. At the end of the day, I'm not losing sleep over. But they should. They should be better. <laughs> no, they should. I, I don't like that. You know, I've got friends that are Nebraska fans, and they they should not be a no. two and ten team. I mean, no. they shouldn't. So. I think uh, Scott Frost should thank them for letting them go and getting that $15 million buyout. Because <laughs> $15 million and, and he didn't have to put up with how terrible right. he's going to be. And he wasn't going to turn that around. So no, he needs to go be an offensive coordinator somewhere and try to bounce back if that's what he wants to do. So, yep, for sure. With me, I my 15 million right off into the sunset. So, yep. <laughs> that's what I would do. Never yep. be seen again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. We're gonna off here. That's it for tonight. Uh, quick update on the game. It is 10 to 7 Bills. Uh, about seven minutes to go. Let's see. Yeah, seven minutes to go, second quarter. So pretty good game. Pretty good game. Looking good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 10 7. And uh, hey, our plus 10 is looking good too. So yeah. yeah, we'll see if they can kind of hang in there. 720 left. All right, guys, we're gonna get off here. Uh, do you have anything else before we leave, or are we good to go? If you don't want to do a question, we won't. Oh, yeah. Let's do one. We went long. Yeah. Let's do one. Okay. Here we go. Okay. One question. I got two to pick from here. Uh, this one is kind of a philosophical one, just kind of an opinion. Okay. Love this one. We do this. and I used to do this in school all the time when you think about things. What is the greatest invention ever? Oh, boy. Well, the internet. Easy. Okay. That's definitely top 10. How could it be anything but top one? Well, you got to have one other thing before any other invention works. Well, okay, electricity. That's right. Isn't that the greatest? That would be the greatest. You're right. <laughs> That's number one. <laughs> I was. I would say uh, the internet. I would say television. Yeah. You can't have any, uh, cell phones. Yeah. You can't have anything if you don't have electricity. And I would like for somebody to explain to me how the hell that works. <laughs> well, I tell you what, you think about how long electricity has been around. Yeah. That was really quite astonishing that they were able to get that off the ground, so to speak. Have you ever stopped to think about how in the hell does television work? No, I haven't. <laughs> it's hard, right? How can you have an event going on in Japan? And everybody in the United States could turn into a channel somewhere and get that event as it's going on. Yeah. How in the hell does that work? That's unexplainable to me. And a computer. Oh, my God. How? (laughs) How do these things work? Isn't it amazing? 
It is amazing. Yeah. Technology is, is fantastic. And at the base of all technology is electricity. So that's a very, uh, very good point. Very good. Point. When you think about how life was made better, electricity has got to be that in, in running water. Right. Has got to be what made life so much easier. Yeah. It's got to be in the ranked one for sure. What about the wheel? Jason says the wheel. I could have invented a wheel. <laughs> The wheel, the wheel isn't as impressive as electricity. Come on, Jason. My God. You I and agree. I sat around a campfire in a cave and said, hey, you know what? Why don't we make something round out of those stones and put it on something and see if we can make it roll? Come on. <laughs> Matt, would you explain electricity to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they didn't figure that out till much later. <laughs> no, that's just, I, I don't know how that works, but I'm sure glad we got it. And the Amish need to figure it out, you know. The, the like, Amish have not figured out electricity. No, they can use everybody else's though. But Jason says the wheel started it all, though. Never going to convince me that the wheel is better than electricity. Old Ben Franklin had it figured out whenever that he was flying <laughs> kite, and he supposedly that's what he was doing. But there are a lot of great, you know, the car. Mm-hmm. Think how the car made everything so much easier. Yeah. When everybody started to get a car. But just think how boring your life would be without television. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm literally watching TV while we do the show. Well, the so. thing, yeah, that's all we do. And you and I have been through ice storms where we've had no electricity for two or three days yeah. here in Missouri. It is unbearable. Chris says indoor plumbing. I can go along with that. That's pretty good, but not it can't beat electricity. Um, no, I think electricity is still number one. But yeah, oh, indoor okay. plumbing definitely a great invention. Yeah, going out to the bathroom when it's ten degrees below zero is would not be a whole lot of no, no. Taking no. taking a bath in a tub of water. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that sounds gross. How about, I, I, no way we could be pioneers. There's no way. Oh no. There's, no. We wouldn't last a day. No, no. Absolutely not. I mean, no. we, you can't go anytime without your phone. Right. Yeah. What about cougars? Is that a good invention? I don't think that's an invention. You can't get that out of his head. There's something. <laughs> you know, I hear these, some, real quick. I hear some of these schools are telling kids they have to put their cell phones somewhere when they come to school. Yeah. I would like the administration that comes up with these rules to put their cell phones away for the whole day, too. Right. It's I agree with that. I think that is wrong to take those phones. Uh, and I'm a teacher, and it was the biggest pain in the ass there was with cell phones. Mm -hmm. Folks, they're addicted to those phones. Yeah. Just you and me and everybody else. Mm -hmm. That's just not, it's not right to do that. And to me, I had trouble with them. We had rules in my room. And here's what you got to do with kids. You got to treat them like adults. Mm -hmm. and you tell them, okay, here's the rules, guys. While I'm talking, you put the phones up. If you don't, bring them right up here. And we're putting them in this box. You can have them at the end of the hour, and the next teacher can worry about you. What's wrong with that? Yeah, right. And I would reward them. 
You listen to me. You get your work done. It's satisfactory. You got 15 minutes at the end of the hour. You can get on your phone and do whatever you want. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And these schools that are trying to do that, take their phones away from them. I don't think that's right. And well, I think you're right. And I think you're right. You're going to take it away from them, take it away from everybody and see see how long that lasts. Yeah. Oh, uh, how long can you go without your phone? I can't go 15 minutes. No, I'm, probably. Yeah. Now I'm old. Yeah. The other day, real, this is it. We're getting off here. Oh, it's been a year ago, probably. I was going to Lowe's in Monette, which is like 13 miles from here. Yeah. Okay. So I get in the car. And I was just going to go down there and pick something up. I wasn't going to be gone any longer than an hour. An hour at the most, not even that, probably. So I get about three miles out of town, and I forgot the phone. Mm -hmm. What did I do? I turned around and went and got it. <laughs> and I was not proud of myself. And I never got one freaking message the whole time. The phone never rang, nothing. But I went, I went and got that phone. Because I felt naked without it. Yeah, I know. I, and I, I hear, hear you. That much, but I, I get it. Yeah. Anyway, I, I leave it at home when we walk in the mornings, and that's about it. So. Yeah, when I walk, I, I don't. I usually leave it in the car. But uh, it's also like seven o'clock in the morning when I walk, so it's like I'm not. I'm not. I know I'm not getting well, anything if I'm I'll, getting it from you. So I'll tell you this: if Sandy and I are together and we're not going far away, like we go to Walmart, I don't take my phone. Yeah. I just leave it home because I don't need it. Because, like I say, the only message I'm going to get is from you. Right. I know whether it's going to be important or not. If I'm, if I'm waiting for something from you, I'll take it. But normally, I just one of us has a phone. That's all needs it, really. So. Right. Anyway. Anyway, it. all right. That's uh, that's the phone right. talk. Uh, Bills are moving it down the field here. So uh, everybody, go enjoy the second half of this game. Three minutes to go in this half. Bills lead 10-7, and they've got it at about the 25. So. All right, guys, we're going to get off here. We will see you next time. I uh, hope everybody has a good day. And uh, all right, that's it. See you later. Oh! Wrong button. Hit the wrong button. Okay, this one. This is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports. It's your favorite.